Listen, Curry not a Hall of Famer? Turn that up. What? And also, Matthew Berry, the horny fantasy football <laughs> is very mad at the Arizona Cardinals. And listen, last night, Carmelo Anthony was somewhere furious that he had to watch Jared Dudley shoot three-pointers. <laughs> What's up, man? What's up, G? What's How up, you doing, bro? bro? We in the building. Hey, let's get it popping, man. NBA opening last night. And yes, you want to take it away. I've seen your arms. Just do it. Ooh, <laughs> NBA opening night. It was a great day. Basketball's finally back. We're, yeah. it's, we're here now. You feel me? So NBA Open Night kicked off between the Raptors and the Pelicans. So you have yes. the defending NBA champions versus a promising team with the number one overall pick. Who didn't play? Yeah. It's BBW Kawhi Larry versus uh, Braids and Bobo. <laughs> a Brandon Ingram. <laughs> Why does Brandon Ingram have Bobos in his head? <laughs> hey, he was he was balling last night though. I so he should, he should keep the he should keep the the, the Bobos in his hair. I, I like it, Brandon Ingram. Do your thing, baby. But that game was such a snooze fest, even though it went into overtime. Yeah. I mean, but shout out the Ra- I, I want to say what, this one thing though about the Raptors. What I've noticed. Although they lost Kawhi Leonard, they've taken this approach of, of strength in numbers. So five guys for the Raptors, you know, scored double digit points for him, which is oh, kind of which is kind of wavy. He was balling last night. He, he put up 34. <laughs> you know, he put up 34, but the Pelicans, man, it was just weird with them not seeing Zion play because that's the that's what we wanted to see. We wanted to see, you know, Zion, you know what I'm saying, saying in the open court to Lon- I wanted to see a, a, a Lonzo to Zion alley-oop. And we didn't get that. And We're not going to get that for another 25 games. And also, Ibaka, I want to say this, that his show happened with him and KD and the male of choice, what do you think the male of choice was? Fufu? No, it was Snake. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> if you know that, because they were calling KD a snake. So it was kind of funny that they were actually eating snake. And the fact that you're even eating snake was ridiculous. That's One episode fun. with Kawhi, they were actually eating bull testicles. So yeah, that shit is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it, gets, it gets real nasty over there. <laughs> but it, I mean, the game went into overtime, but it was just boring. The, it was the lack of urgency from the yeah, It was just boring. I'm, I can't even lie to y'all. It was, it was whack. It was whack. <laughs> but what wasn't whack. Was the Battle of LA. Yeah. Clippers versus the Lakers. The arguably the three got the three best players going against going at it. You got, you know, Kawhi and you got, you know, A D and LeBron. And you got the excited Booger Sugar owner by the name of Steve Ballmer, the guy that plays with toe picks. <laughs> Steve Ballmer was in the building excited yeah! and everything. Clippers! Yeah, I, I love that guy. <laughs> but yo, what I sidebar, Paul George. What? What what was he wearing, man? That might that might be one of the worst suits I've ever seen. Mm. It looked like Men in Black slash I'm going to the Players Ball slash <laughs> I'm here for prom. You know what I'm saying? It was just weird. Like I've never seen a black silk suit like that. Yo, NBA players are just hey. We're asking yeah. about a guy that chose to stay in Oklahoma City because not it was a Nas concert. There was nothing in Oklahoma. Well, he was for, he was forced. He was forced. He was forced. I don't hear nothing about that yeah. against his own will. Probably held captive on some. On and some, also, you know. Kawhi's laugh when he was. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Hey 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 hey. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> they say like when you was a kid and you was running around, your pops would be like hey hey. Pass <laughs> <laughs> you the remote. <laughs> hey hey. Man. But I want to let's talk about the game real quick though. The Lakers, man. They. Something's missing with the Lakers. Kuzma and, and we need Iggy. Okay. Point blank period. <laughs> so, so you think you point, think, bank, point right. blank period like a city girl. <laughs> are you gonna, are you gonna go out on a limb and saying that the Lakers are gonna buy out 
uh, Iggy's contract from the Grizzlies. That's not a limb. We know this. The streets know this. Okay. <laughs> I, now I think the Lakers do need some. They do need more depth. I just think that they have to. They have to upgrade that that ninth man spot on the bench. They do need some extra shooting along with the versatile wing like yeah. Iggy. I. They messed up by not getting Kyle Corver. Nah, but I will say this about this though: like that game was fucking amazing. The energy was amazing. Pat Beverly was being Pat Beverly. Yeah, like, of course. Why? Yeah, like I think because they're already situated and what they got, like the core, what they had was ready. Good, right. And they just had to plug and play in Kawhi, which he fits perfectly. And in then there. Paul George is an added upgrade yeah. to the to the shooting guard spot. Like, we got to see how that chemistry is going to unfold. But I think with the Lakers, you got to think about it this way: you got. Uh, LeBron and AD, and then they got to figure out the situation around that. Right now, they're going to win games, and they're going to be very, very. Oh scary. yeah, oh yeah. I think this is worse than that, what actually what LeBron and D Way was back in the day. Because when if LeBron and AD actually figures this thing out, this is terrifying. Because seeing that thing at full speed, oh yeah, I was like, yo, yo, this is nuts. Because people forget that Anthony Davis is a basketball anomaly as well. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's a seven-footer with guard skills. Like, And you have to think about this too. Like, you got to think about like how deep the Clippers roster is. You right, because the Clippers can play 10 guys. Yeah, like compared to what the Lakers when they had like Quinn Cook out on the floor and how that right. was going All right, on. put it to you this way. Wait, I didn't finish my point. God damn it. <laughs> but no, like, cause it's just scary in terms of that because like, the fact that LeBron and AD were still in their game with those type of lineups, even like when they had the faces, the, like I said, the Clippers are deep. It's the fact that they have, they're still in their game. When Once they get Iggy and they Kuzma gets back and they get more depth and figure it out and they don't play right. uh, Caldwell Pope anymore, <laughs> they will be really, hey. really scary. 27 minutes, zero points and five fouls for KCP. But I just think that with the, now, as you said, with the Clippers depth, you know what I'm saying? You made a point about the Clippers depth because the Clippers bench outscored the Lakers bench 60 to 19. So that's obviously where the the difference is between the Clippers and the Lakers right now. Yeah. Is the bench, is the strength in numbers. But hey, we'll see. It's a long NBA season, 81 games left. So we can't make any, any assumptions right now. And we can't make any assumptions, just like you can't make any assumptions that Steph Curry would be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Shout out to my guy, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, giving us the drunk knowledge. <laughs> Four guys for your pickup team. Four guys that you play anybody else with. Hakeem Olajuwon, Magic Johnson, Scottie Pippen, and James Worthy. That was six years ago. Lots happened in the league in six years. Would you keep the same four? In a heartbeat. When I'm going in the trenches, I played against and with all these guys. I'm going with who I know. Every single night, that responsibility to go out there and represent greatness every single night. So Steph Curry shouldn't be offended when he watches this. I hope not. He's still a great player. Not a Hall of Famer yet, though. <laughs> what the hell is wrong? What the hell is good with Michael Jordan, bro? Hey. Like, what? Like... Hey, when you off that yak, it ain't no telling. <laughs> Listen, when you see a black man with a nice glass of cognac, you know a dangerous thing's about to <laughs> I mean, yo, I will say this. His eyes wasn't as yellow. It was nice and white. <laughs> he had the nice little eyes. Yeah, he was there. one cup in. He was, he, you know, he was... He, I was a cup in. I, I'm complete. It wasn't yak in his hand. It was tequila. <laughs> and as you know, if you are a cognac sipper, you know after a while you can't sip cognac anymore, and you transition into the tequila. So, so, <laughs> so, shout out so he so he switched up his liquor choice. That's what you trying oh, to say. Yeah. When you hit that peak, when your eyes start turning red from um, cognac, <laughs> it's time to switch it up, baby. I've been there, been there, been there. Now, nah, what do you think about this though? He's out of his fucking mind. Mm -hmm. And I, and first of all, Jordan should be the last one to talk about evaluating talent because mm -hmm. I mean. I mean, think about it. The, the dudes he drafted are like re resemblance to the guys he dunked on in the 80s and 90s. You know, yeah. keeps drafting, oh, keeps drafting, you know, like 
Frank Kaminsky, who looks like John Konkak, and you know he has uh, Luke Zeller, who looks uh, Cody Zeller, who looks like you know mm. Jed Bushler. It's, it's ridiculous. I don't even know who that is. It's exactly. You shouldn't <laughs> even know. You don't have to know who he is. That's my whole point. Yeah. But like, Steph Curry is obviously a Hall of Famer. Like, but I, but what I heard, but, but but what I heard is that being that he's involved in the NBA, he can't say that. He can't he's say that. Which is like stupid. Which is stupid because it's like obviously we know. They, what's the saying? Water is wet. When we watch that, Porter isn't wet. <laughs> but this is but but also I just want to say this about going into the Hall of Fame. Everybody gets in the Hall of Fame, bro. Like I love T Mac, but T Mac never won anything. He never got out the first round, and he's in the Hall of Fame. So of hey. course Steph Curry's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Kurt Heinrich was up for was going up for to the that. Hall of Fame in the NBA is like applying for ICDC College. You're gonna get in. <laughs> <laughs> for real, nah, it's true. I mean, hey, Kurt Heinrich was getting some Hall of Fame nods. <laughs> hey, he should be in the Hall of Fame though. Cause listen, that man played in some Converse sneakers and he wore the goggles. I should be. We in the need, Hall of we need, Kirk Heinrich. I'm gonna make your case for the Hall of Fame real soon. It's, it's coming. Hey, I should be it's in coming. The Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of Hall of Famers, we got your boy Bill Belichick. And listen, man, he's playing filthy out here. And listen, I get it. Cause I I hate the Patriots, but I like this type of energy. Cause this is this is cool. <laughs> the clock winding down. Delay of game, offense. This penalty's declined. It's fourth down. Patriots took that on purpose, trying to give the punter more room. The Jets declined it. Ball start. Offense. <laughs> this penalty is also declined. It's still fourth down. We're going to play this game? Right. So so the Patriots took a, a, an intentional... Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at Belichick. He can't even hold it back. Yeah, because this is cool. I like this because I like this type of energy. Turn this up because I want Adam, Adam Gase, Geis fired immediately. <laughs> Expe expeditiously. <laughs> I, yo, you should have ran it up 70-0 on him. Listen, and also let's tie into the whole like Sam Darno, his clip getting released into like saying right, that he's Ghost and things like that. Listen, I before I get into that because I'm going, I'm going all over the place. Bill Belichick had a situation where he wanted to give his punter more room to punt the ball, right? And they were running out the clock for a delayed game, right? Which they did twice, and then it just declined. So Bill Belichick started laughing at that point, and he was trolling, which we do, right? Exactly. You know, I, we, we're, we're masters of troll. Because <laughs> at that point, I mean, when he did that, the game was over. Was well, was well put in the bag, body bag. Bro, yeah, yeah, we smoked. <laughs> yeah, I turned that shit off immediately. <laughs> I was at the ball, like, oh my god. Watch Dance with the Stars after that. That's how bad it was. <laughs> Ooh, man. But yeah, but then, then this tied to the Sam Darnold. Things. Sam Darno, he had a clip released because he was mic'd up and he was saying, Oh, I see ghosts out there. Now, first I was like, Is he on some six cents? <laughs> but then I had to really think about it is because he didn't know what was going on out there because he has that that zero defense that they run and they run like the whole prowlish shit where they have guys stand up and then they drop back and then they first they pressure you <laughs> and then when you realize that they're sending pressure, they drop back off. And it's so confusing. So somebody that isn't coached well because we need to fire Adam Gates guys. I always say Gates guys. And he was out though. And, and he was out for a couple weeks. Yeah. You know. But I was like, yo, how do I was like everybody was like, does he still have mono? <laughs> everybody was so confused. Well just I'm gonna defend Sam Darno real quick. Mm. The Patriots were wearing white jerseys, so seeing ghosts, the, the correlation is there. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But 
I felt bad for Sam Donald because like the whole and like why did they throw him under the bus like that? Because obviously if it's something mm. of that nature, and obviously the Jets want to cover that up because you know you do want to protect your rookie quarterback. Hey, fire everybody in the Jets. And even the owner, fire Woody Johnson. Fire Woody Johnson. So who's gonna buy the team? I ain't bought a, I ain't bought a Johnson and Johnson product in years. <laughs> Not even a Hess truck? Nah. <laughs> Those yo, used to be fire. Yo, for real, the Hess truck? Yeah, that's Yo, Christmas time is coming. We gotta, we gotta re-up. Hey, bro, I'm gonna let you take this away because you're horny for numbers. <laughs> so, Matthew Berry, fantasy expert and fantasy guru. I'm gonna use the term loosely because we don't believe anything Matthew Berry says because anything Matthew Berry says is wrong. I don't believe in anything these fantasies <laughs> You made me draft David Montgomery, so it's okay. <laughs> but Matthew Berry had some issues okay. about the Arizona Cardinals and the whole David Johnson debacle and issue, which we we which we were mad about as well. Mm. And he had he had he was giving out them bars mm. like we're dumb, like fantasy managers are dumb. Should have started Chase Edmonds in fantasy. Screw you, Arizona Cardinals Twitter handle. Should have started Chase Edmonds. No crap. Obviously, you think? Don't you dare troll us. Screw you. You know what? I, like, guess what? Guess what? You know who? You know who's been a fan of the Arizona Cardinals? You know who pays attention to Arizona Cardinals football? Not actual fans. Oh, uh, listen. This is why I don't like fantasy experts and uh, like all this like, type of things because you know he's a geek. He is somebody that follows numbers and he tries to sell this like, oh, I'm this fantasy expert. And like, yeah, they can give you tips and advice, but they're not these like. At the end of the day, you don't know. Right, and he sounds like a guy that lost last week in fantasy because he started. <laughs> he probably started David Johnson. <laughs> exactly, He's, it seems like he did. Yeah, so but he started David Johnson, and obviously David Johnson only had one carry for two yards. Yeah, for no <laughs> reason, and he's banged up, so he shouldn't even been playing. But this is funny because this puts that makes him look that makes him look crazy as an analyst or like whatever you want to. But call also, it. but it also makes the Arizona Cardinals look crazy too. No, it doesn't. Nah, because he tried to uh, he tried to send Ethan to them, but it's just like at the end of the day, you're really just mad about your fantasy team. Like as an organization, like I get it, but I don't give a fuck about your fantasy team because I'm trying to win it. I don't. Nah, but I would have. Nah, but I would have been livid. pissed. I was livid, but I, I'm thinking about like if I was in the franchise right. organization. But no, but, no, but I'm saying and I, I want to troll you too. Nah, so. nah but I want to. Nah, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Mm -hmm. Okay, if if you knew that David Johnson was banged up, right? Mm -hmm. Then you should at least dress a guy from the practice squad, you know what I'm saying? Or at least say- Well, he shouldn't even been banged up because his point was actually good because if he was really hurt, you don't sacrifice him you're, in like- Because he's your franchise. Yeah, he's, he, uh, David Johnson is obviously, we know yeah, what he means to football. One run play, like that's not what you do. Dude, like that's right. out of line. So that didn't even make sense. So I did agree with him on that, but I, it was just funny because he got mad because this kind of questioned his credibility. Right, and then like, you know, because it was crazy too because he was getting so much backlash on Twitter for it. And then Arizona Cardinals put out that troll tweet was saying, yo, you should have started Chase Edmonds. Well, obviously he would have started Chase Edmonds if we didn't know that David yeah, Johnson was fucking play. The, the dreams of nightmare. But for real though, I mean, he's, he's not wrong though. He's not wrong. Also. Twitter street. This is one of my favorite segments because this is what we on Twitter 24-7 all the time. You feel me? We don't stop tweeting. And also, Gucci Man had Twitter into a flames because we realized that Gucci clone is not really a clone. Envy's pussy, man. Pussy. He was scared wasn't even scared to come. You know he's scared. Where he at? I didn't know he was supposed to be here. He wasn't gonna come. He wasn't gonna come because the day they did that people's court thing and you wasn't there, mm -hmm. 
he was there. Him and uh, the girl, whatever. So he ain't had the nuts to come after he did that. I knew it. I wasn't going to confront him, too. I was going to say, hey, man, you know, you got something to say to me? I just wanted to see what he was going to say. Burr. It's, it's confirmed. <laughs> it's confirmed now that he's not. Oh, you know, he's back. <laughs> I was waiting, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, all right, something's not right here. He's too, he's he's been too happy. Yeah. He's been, you know, because I'm used that, to. That's the problem with the community today. They want everybody to be negative. And then when you start listen, being happy, oh, it's oh, it's not, you're not, you're not yourself. As I quote a famous guy <laughs> from the neighborhood, I thrive off negativity. <laughs> and I was waiting for Gucci Mane to, you know what I'm saying, restore the feeling again. Nah, which, which I do get, because this all stems from the situation with him and Angela Yee. And him and Angela Yee had a problem because Angela Yee used to do a podcast and they, she used to talk about certain things that I won't say on here. And I guess Gucci took it as something that Angela Yee was trying to flirt, flirt, flirt with him, mm -hmm. but that's just something that her podcast is right. what she is. So Gucci took it the wrong way. So when Gucci went up to the Breakfast Club, he kind of insulted Angela Yee and came off wrong. So Angela Yee banned them from the Breakfast ooh, Club. Ooh. Yeah, so now, but now ooh. DJ Envy was riding with his co-worker and was like, yo, I'm not gonna do an interview up here unless Angela Yee feels comfortable. Right. So now he feels some type of way and saying that he's gonna put the hand of God. Put them, pa <laughs> put them paws on him. Oh, DJ Envy. <laughs> but to be fair, DJ Envy comes from one of the scariest times in hip hop, which is the early 2000s, <laughs> when there was just reckless and people were getting snatched up and robbed and, and, like and it was nothing in the club. Know. There was no internet at that time. So people were doing things that were unspeakable. <laughs> But I, I just think it's crazy how like Gucci Mane is really back now. You feel yeah. me? Like, cause I was waiting for it. Yeah. I was just waiting for, you know what I'm saying, Gucci Mane to just air everything out because going on the Breakfast Club is bigger for, especially for an older artist's career. Cause you know, that's the platform that you want to yeah, sure. eventually get on, you know what I'm saying? Which is the regular radio play and you want to get those streams and listens. Yeah. So the fact that he was not able to get on that was kind of a detriment to his, you know, his his career so far. Hey, he but gonna, he gonna shoot that station up. But he gonna, but he gonna <laughs> shoot it up though. You know what I'm saying? He belong in the dirt. <laughs> That's why I put his ass in the dirt. Damn, yo, Gucci Mane is crazy, man, for real. Yeah, yo. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's your boy J Bobby. It's your boy Rios. And J Bobby Rios ain't nothing to fuck with. Overtime, uh, like and subscribe. Yeah.